Welcome back to another episode of the What Do We Do podcast. On today's show, we're talking name, image, likeness, a.k.a. NIL. And I'm joined in studio with none other than our very own NIL student athletes, Ashley Tatara, Liv Rushton, and Dante Davidson. And they're here to break it all down. Real life, real NIL. It's going to be a great show, so let's go. Hello, everyone out there in YouTube land and podcast nation. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the What Do We Do podcast. I'm your host, Dewey Stefan, and this is another guest episode. That's where we bring on a leader in the community who has a story to tell, knowledge to share, and advice to give. And then we bring them on into the studio so that they can share that knowledge, share that wisdom with all of us in our community. And for this episode, I have not one... Not two, but three guests. Welcome, team. How you doing? Good to see y'all. And uh, we're going to jump right on into it. This episode is all about NIL, name, image, likeness. And for those that don't know, that has to do with being a student athlete, primarily in college across the country. There is some that is now high school, and we'll talk about that. But this is something that has happened more recently. And at our investment firm, Great Lakes Wealth, we're very proud that this year we've sponsored three student athletes who we have here today, and they primarily represent this brand, our What Do We Do podcast brand. But we're going to talk to them for the next, I don't know, 30 minutes to an hour about their experience so far and about really all things NIL. So with that, I'd like to welcome you all to the show, and we're going to start right out of the gate, and I'm going to ask you to introduce yourself, your name, and then what sport do you play? Hi, I'm Ashley Tatara. Um, I play softball at Clear University. I'm a catcher. What else was there? Uh, well, that will be it for right this second. Perfect. But tell you what, since we're on that topic, <laughs> how about you tell us right out of the gate the high point and low point of your athletic career? The low point of my athletic career was probably my junior year of high school. I was honestly at like the top of my game. I was playing great, and then I kind of threw out my shoulder, and I couldn't play for a long time, and that was just super bad for the mental health for my game honestly after that injury I haven't been quite as good ever since but that was probably my low point and my high point was probably like the point where I'm at right now like I'm just having so much fun in college like I love being on the college softball team my coaches are amazing my teammates are amazing like it's just an experience like playing a college sport like going on the trips with your teammates like sitting on the bus doing all that fun stuff. It's just awesome. That's fantastic. And I can't wait to hear more about that. But next up, please share your name, your sport, and then go right on into the high point of your career and the low point to this point. All right. Uh, my name's Olivia Rushton. I like to go by Liv, though. Um, I play golf uh, at Clear University, and I'm a sophomore as well. Uh, so I would say um, when it comes to low points, I have a couple of them, um, but the main one would probably be my senior year of high school. Uh, I played varsity golf all four years, but uh, my senior year, I really like 
um, thrived, and I was doing really good all season. Um, and then right at the very end, regionals really kicked me in the butt, and I just didn't make it to state finals, and that really, like, sucked for me as a senior, um, especially. Um, but I would say for a high point would be probably going into my freshman year of college just because, like, a uh, new sport, new team, um, I wanted to, like, uh, succeed in the golf world, and I was doing really good my freshman year, and then um, it kind of went back downhill from there my sophomore year, but um, we'll get into that later. Okay, so you had a, uh, you had a low point in high school, then a mm-hmm. high point in college, yeah. and then a low point in college, but we're going to turn the page, yes. and you're going to share about the high point coming up. Yes. Is that right? Yeah. Awesome. Well, we're so glad you're here. And next up, who do we have over here? Uh, my name's Dante Davidson. I'm a sophomore at Schoolcraft. My man. Booyah. Booyah. And um, I would say my low point was uh, ninth grade of high school. I uh, felt like I got backstabbed by my coach a little bit, so I decided to quit club soccer, and then I just ended up playing high school. But um, playing high school got me back in the rhythm of things, and then I would say my high point was these past two years playing at Schoolcraft. All the individual awards and all the team awards, you know, they really uh, they were awesome, and I created some great friends and great memories. Well, that's fantastic as well. So I really do appreciate all three of you coming in. And uh, we met, I guess, probably last summer or in the fall as you were starting this year's uh, academic and uh, athletic endeavors, right? And uh, so we were excited to uh, have our paths cross and kind of get into this thing called NIL. And so as we go through this, we're just going to kind of go real time and just kind of ask the questions as they come up. So my question to each of you would be uh, when – I approached you or when we met each other and talked about name image likeness and the opportunity that uh, we could come up with, what was your original thought? Did you even know like what it was, how it might go? Was it a slam dunk, no brainer in the beginning? Was it, are you crazy? And yes, yeah, someone twisted your arm to do it. But uh, Liv, we're going to start with you. So I really didn't know what NIL was at first. Um, Ashley actually introduced me to it because um, you had talked to her prior. And um, she told me a little bit about it, but she didn't know about it either, really. Um, and then I feel like kind of we were both a little scared at the beginning just because we didn't know what it was like at all. And then you kind of... Um, expressed yourself and told us um, about it and what it was and we kind of started to feel a little bit more comfortable with it and we're getting excited to work with you. So. And how's it been going so far? I think it's been going pretty well. Awesome. I well, like it. Good. We're going to get more into that as well. Uh, Dante, what about you? Uh, as you said, it was, a, it was a total slam dunk. I knew I knew what NIL was prior to when you reached out to me and I got paid to play a sport and got many opportunities so it was, it was awesome. I totally wanted to be a part of it. Well, uh, we're excited to have you on the team as well, for sure. And uh, Ashley, what about you? Well, I was definitely excited to be a part of it, but I was a little bit confused because I was like, oh, I'm not famous. I don't play a D1 sport. Like, I go to an NAI school. I shouldn't even know that it was in the realm of possibility for me. But it was super awesome to, like, learn that that was possible for, like, lower-level schools to have those opportunities as well. Yeah, I think that's kind of a key point that we're going to talk about over and over today is that you don't have to be the star quarterback at the uh, number one ranked uh, university in the country right now, which is, by the way, University of Michigan. Go, Go blue. blue. Go blue. Booyah, right? <laughs> and, um, but no, the opportunity is there. Scholarships are available to NAIA athletes, uh, junior college athletes. Um, so you you can take advantage just by getting a scholarship to play a sport at a university uh, besides the academic scholarships and everything else that are there, right? But again, now I have this world of NIL. 
personnel and have that available to you. We're so excited to be able to provide that to the community, um, and we think it is win-win, so we're going to talk more about that as well. Um, I think that might be a good uh, spot to start with, which would be uh, when we did first talking about it, well, why don't we do this? Why don't we talk about what you do for Great Lakes Wealth slash what do we do? Um, what are the uh, requirements that you have or what is it that we've talked about and um, yeah. what are your contractual obligations? Dante? I'll start it off. Um, so we like to, what's the word? We like to sponsor the brand on, uh, on our social medias once a week and I think four times a month. Is that correct? Um Stories once. What is it? Stories. Stories four, once a week. Once a week. Twice four times. Twice a week. And then yeah. two posts. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and that's so, uh, promoting the brand. For sure. So we use social media to promote it, and uh, I'll start there. I think that's mainly what I do. Has that been um, difficult to challenge? When I approached each of you and talked about it, you know, um, your generation keeps your socials very sacred, and not every single person yeah. the same. But whether it's TikTok. Whether it's Instagram, whether it's you guys even have Facebook. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I do. <laughs> that was a joke. <laughs> I, I think it's quite easy, honestly. Um, you know, it's just one click away on your phone, but that doesn't mean you want to be like, can I swear half-assing? Yeah. Probably not. I don't, you don't want to be half-assing what you're doing. You want to be, you know, supporting your brand, posting things. So. But a lot of times, again, you are you don't just want to put anything on a post, right? Yeah. Like, isn't there kind of like a story is one level because that just rolls away. Yeah. But if a post is there, that's like permanent, yeah, right? That's there. That's <laughs> there. And again, yeah. I we haven't talked about it, but really you can always delete it. Like yeah. if it's yeah. something that you are contractually obligated to do, whether it's through um, you know our relationship yeah. or just in general, right? You're dating someone that doesn't work out. I don't know if you can you can hide them for a while, you can delete them for a while, mm -hmm. you can bring them back, totally. yeah. whatever, right? So, but... I'm going through it because this was new for our firm as well. We're not, you know, NIL experts or um, marketing, you know, um, strategists um, in this space, but trying to realize and how to do things responsibly. There's a lot of responsibilities, and we'll talk about those as well. But um, in terms of um, just the ask, like, hey, uh, just wear our brand and promote it and get people to follow the podcast, listen along. Um, Obviously, we'll talk about merch yeah. and how you can uh, revenue share and uh, make a couple extra bucks yeah. by um, selling the merch. But, um, you know, was it um, something that, again, you really had to think, do I want my personal, you know, post, my personal handle, um, I don't know, um, intruded upon, or do I want to water it down or not be what it was meant to be? What do you think, Ashley? I think... That is definitely a difficult part, is having such a drastic change from what you were posting to what you're now posting. I also feel like, not that the, not that you shouldn't be careful on social media with what you post, I also feel that now there's certain things that I definitely shouldn't post, considering I'm representing you and your company. Um, like, you know, does that make any sense? I think it does quite a bit. You're yeah. uh, in, in some ways you're maturing or you're just yes. realizing that it is um, not just a fun tool for, yeah. you know, doodling on. Like it literally is a uh, opportunity for business. It's a yeah. window totally. into who you are. And it truly is like if you think about NIL deeper, which you know we've talked about and we'll talk about more today, it is really the, the um, window into your brand. Yeah, absolutely. Like how I now I just kind of noticed not that I ever really did it before, but like as I'm representing somebody else in their company and their, like, livelihood, I definitely shouldn't be posting pictures of me partying or, <laughs> like, sure. partying, like, like, 
bikini pics on the beach. Like, probably <laughs> not the best idea. Right. But yeah. I also feel like that helps you realize things like that for your more future business-like life. Like, it's not all fun and games on social media because it really does stay forever. Like, everything is out there. Even if you delete it, somebody has it. Right. Liv? I think I would just agree with Ashley on this. Like, she pretty much said it all. But just to say it again, like, like, you have a reputation. And if you kind of just go ahead and ruin that, like, it can really interfere with um, your career and future jobs that you want to get. And I think that it's really important that we um, stick to what we know and what we need to do instead of just posting whatever we want. And I think that's very important. Yeah. Um, and along those same lines, I would imagine that your coach mm-hmm. of the of the team you're on, as well as the university that you represent, I would imagine that they also have rules or there's things you can't yeah. can't put as posts or stories and you have some responsibility, if not a lot of responsibility. Yeah. So this was probably just an extension of that. Mm-hmm. But um, from an outside business, is it more intimidating or again, because actually like you could lose your scholarship, like all three of these people, folks, are on scholarship at their schools for their sports. And so, yeah, you might lose a little bit of whatever, you know, we're doing together, but you don't want to mess your uh, scholarship up, right? And um, we've talked to other coaches at universities and other um, athletes that, you know, they know if they tweet the wrong thing or put the wrong thing out there, they can easily be instantly kicked off the team. And uh, that's a huge responsibility because you're really just kind of having fun, right? So did this um, just, you know, amplify that? Or do you say, no, with our coaches, with our programs, they really don't care, like, what we do as long as it's legal? I think it was a good thing. You know, for me, we're stepping into this, our new life, and social media is an asset for us now. And it's when we were younger, it's just like, you know, a fun little game to doodle on and post whatever you'd like. But you can, you know, use social media as an asset for businesses, for opportunities. And like you said, sports and uh, this podcast and representing this brand is uh, it's all part of it. So I think it was a good thing for me, to be honest. Good, good. Ashley, what do you think about that? Hmm. Yeah, I would say. Like with your, um, your coach on the softball team, um, and what your rules were as a freshman. So we'll also say um, all three okay, sophomores. Wanna, What's that? Are we talking about what our coaches think about our social media posts too? Just, just what you were told yeah. like when you joined the team. You can't do this, you can't okay. do this, you can't I do this. You. And then as it relates to us saying you need to do this, you, you know, we haven't said what you can or can't do, whether it's uh, inappropriate or appropriate. We haven't laid that out, but we've told you what we uh, expect from um, okay. representing the brand, right? But I, I would just imagine okay. your coaches and the university would even have, you know, well, bigger lists of don't do's. But yeah. you know, I, got you. I feel like the coach. We went through a little bit of a coaching change on the softball team this past year, but our new coach has made it very clear that if you are underage, um, drugs, alcohol, anything, absolutely not tolerated. But as far as social media goes and the presence of pictures online, it's my best guess that since it's it hasn't happened, nobody's gotten in trouble for their social media before. But I would think that if it got brought to their attention, then they would definitely handle it and it would not be good. Yeah. But they definitely said, like, don't present yourself in a bad light for this university. Like, if you're out and about wearing your Cleary gear, like, don't be messing around because that's our name on your shirt. Right. 
And it sounds so easy, duh, until you're in a situation, you know, you're having some fun sure, yeah. and you just make a, a, a lapse in judgment. And if you make the wrong one, it, it's uh, embarrassing maybe, but if you make a really wrong one, yeah. can derail what you work so hard for, you know, and we try to instill that right uh, yeah. when we're talking to you as well. Um, what about on the golf team at, at Cleary? So since me and Ashley go to the same school, like some of the university's rules are really the same for all sports. Um, so my coach really just told us at the beginning, like, hey, don't do this, don't do that. And everyone was kind of pretty much understanding because obviously if you're underage, you shouldn't be doing those things anyways. Um, but especially posting on your social media because that can really affect the school as well, not only you but the school. Um, and kind of make it not want people to go to Cleary if their reputation isn't the best, you know? Um, so I feel like that it's very important that um, they make sure that their students are doing what is right. Yeah, have you had any situations or heard of any where a student, uh, it could be in a different sport or whatever, did something that um, they probably um, regretted or they were disciplined for? I know I haven't heard about anyone from my school. I don't know if Ashley has. Um <laughs> Yeah. Have you? Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, we'll leave it there. We'll leave he or she out of it. And uh, But, again, even if it's hard to kind of think about, that means that the school is probably, um, you know, doing the right thing. And it's always in life, right? This is a life lesson. It's always better to police on the sure. on the front end. Um, it's, you know, they say you can ask for forgiveness or ask for permission. Many times you can kind of get away with asking for forgiveness. And, oh, sorry, it won't happen again. But you'll learn in business and certainly um, – representing a university that um, you need to ask for permission ahead of time, right? And that whether it's a, a junior college or NAIA all the way up to um, D1, like um, in the old days, and really why I think NIL came about is the, those athletes were getting, you know, uh, payments under the table. They were getting, yeah. you know, pay-to-play money. Johnny and, Manziel. Well, right, oh, yeah. right. Johnny Manziel and uh, many, many yeah. others. Uh, rumor has it. Okay, yeah. rumor has <laughs> it. But um, so NIL was meant to make it all above board. So again, but you have a responsibility um, you you um, can get your scholarship, but you're representing that school all the time. And as you mature, you just learn these things, and sometimes they're harder life yeah. lessons. But um, on that point, when I approached each of you and said, hey, let's do this, we at our firm, Great Lakes Wealth and the What Do We Do podcast, um, had done some research to make sure that we weren't going to be putting ourselves in any trouble and what would we be able to uh, partner with you um, each on. But at the same time, we were very forward to say that you needed to go to your school first. Like you needed to get the permission of the school and find out what protocols they had. And um, we've talked to, you know, other potential uh, student athletes to join our team. And it seems like every school almost has like a different um, um, way of going about it. They all kind of have the same thing. It's got to end up, you have to ask the right person, your coach, then to AD, then someone else. But yeah. what was uh, the experience of you, um, you know, um, getting introduced to NIL at school? Because I actually know that they had some meetings before we even yeah. talked to you. They shared yeah, exactly. some ways to That's do what it, I right? I was going to say. My, uh, my athletic directors and my coach were both behind it. They thought it was, a, it was a cool opportunity. And before you even reached out to me, there was a, a meeting that – Schoolcraft was one of the first JUCOs in the school to, uh, or in the country to, um, to let college athletes get paid by NIL. So I thought that was pretty cool. And then they introduced us to a, a app. It was called Open Doors. So I started applying for all these, all these things. And then just by chance, you reached out to me. So. And I didn't catch you on Open Doors. No, let me tell you doors. that. <laughs> um, have you had any uh, anybody else reach out to you since we started? No, I, I tried Open Doors and it, it just didn't work out. No one reached out. So. 
Yeah, we've done some research. Maybe we'll get into that and talk about like from the business side of things, what we found, you know, in the last six months or so of doing this. But um, Liv, what about you as it relates to what we were talking about? Um, I would just say my school is definitely behind it as well. And I think Ashley can relate to that too. Um, they were just um, really excited that I was doing this NIL deal. And um, they were just telling me how it was great for opportunities. And I think that um, it was good for me in the end anyways so Ashley what about you yeah same thing it wasn't super hard with Cleary just kind of shoot a few emails out there and they were really okay with it they were super happy about did it did either of the schools or any of you with uh talking to the schools did the schools seem like apprehensive it sounds like they were like way on board with it and, and schoolcraft may have been as well but it, we've learned that some schools are like yeah, we don't know because a lot of it is going to – a lot of it is um, just so you know, um, and this is for the audience out there, um, there are rules, right, but there are laws. There are 32 states currently that have NAL laws, and then there are a bunch of rules from the NCAA or NJCAA, and again, universities and colleges don't want to mess with the rules, yeah. and they definitely don't want to break the laws, yeah. and, and nor do we, right? So there's a lot of – I don't know. And on your side, maybe apprehension. I don't know, you know, what is I'm going to have to do? And is it I'm going to violate my privacy of my socials? But um, the schools sound like they needed a lot more info or they were or they kind of had the game game together. Yeah, I wasn't uh, I wasn't aware of any of the rules by any means, but we were one of the first colleges in America, one of the first Juco colleges to to give us the right away to do the NIL, so I thought it was pretty cool. And uh, like Ashley said in the beginning, like I never thought going to school if I'd be able to get an NIL deal. I thought that was for the, the Michigans, the Michigan States, the LSU. So they seemed pretty pretty happy to do it for the school and for the athletes. Yeah, and it is a, it's it's important because the um, athletic departments at you know all schools um, are challenged. The things cost more. Um, over at Eastern Michigan University, they don't have a men's or women's soccer team currently, and uh, swimming programs have been cut at places. And so um, there's just a lot that um, you know the uh, athletic departments of the universities or schools are hoping that um, they can raise some additional funds. And so um, if they can help subsidize your scholarship by finding a, a, a corporate partner that comes on in independently and says they'll help you out. Um, that's the, kind of the school is like happy because you're getting helped out. Yeah. They didn't necessarily have to do it, um, but it can also backfire on them too, right? Because they're not in control of it. And so um, some call it the wild, wild west. It's um, kind of the wild west, right? We're trying to figure it out, but at the same time, um, we're uh, making sure that we document and do things the right way. Um, what else? What was the uh, biggest uh, apprehension in the beginning, Ashley, that you had? What was it something that, you know, you were, I don't know, worried about or anxious about really in the beginning? Uh, I was mostly worried about my coach's approval. Since it was a new coach, I was kind of worried that he wouldn't want to start off his, like, head coaching career with, like, dealing with something new. But he was actually, like, really good about it. Like, he knew what it was. He was excited for me. So that kind of took away my worry, but I was kind of – apprehensive to ask him about it because I was scared he was going to say no. Uh, has uh, your coach, Liv, um, brought it up since you've done it at all and said, hey, awesome, or that's not awesome, or no. even rec mentioned it at all? No, my coach, um, he's like, I wouldn't say he's different, but he doesn't really like have like a connection with his players. He kind of just is there and tells us when to be there, and he's not really like – 
nothing bad about him, but he just kind of just didn't, like, talk to us that much, really. So he didn't really, like, check up, ask how it was or anything like that. So Okay. And that's, uh, you know, it's kind of like a job, right, yeah. for some yeah. degree. So I don't know how much they would ask you about your yeah. job, whatever that is as well. But, Dante, what about you? What, uh, what yeah, are... I know you met Rick Larson, my coach. And uh, were you guys chatting about that the whole time? Uh, we were chatting about a few different things okay. because your coach actually also coaches the men's golf team yeah, at correct. Schoolcraft, and um, mm-hmm. I was a student athlete there back in the day. I um, captained the golf team, so we have that in common, and um, I also walked on the soccer team. Yeah. So um, um, I'm a big proponent of, of student athletes, and I understand, and we talked about it before um, we went live uh, recording, that um, – you know, it's a unique bond that you have with your teammates, but just going to school and playing a sport, you know, that's like a club, just like the chess club or the math club or the singing club. And so, you know, I have a suspicion that some of the teammates you have now will, you know, be really important to you later on in life and your coaches as well. But so, yeah, so Rick and I were just talking about a bunch of different things. Yeah. But other than that, he, he didn't bring it up too much to me. Like, whatsoever throughout the season. I think he was kind of dialed in on the, the end goal, holding up the, the trophy with the big ears, as you would say. So Yeah. So he didn't bring it up much, but he, he was behind me, and I think that's all that matters. And he has, uh, didn't check in with you much during the season in terms of uh, either, hey, I saw some posts, or not like not even really bringing it up or not mentioning it? He did not. My assistant coach, uh, Johnny Garcia, did. He's a, he's a younger guy on the rise, so he's more on the social media. So he, he was seeing all the posts I made, so he brought it up a few times and was happy for me. And... Uh, as well with my teammates, they they all thought it was pretty cool. Um, anybody uh, out of the three of you have any other teammates um, or any, I guess anybody else that you know that has a current uh, NIL um, deal with the I do not know. I don't. Uh, most of my buddies all ended up quitting their sports careers, so I'm the only one left. Okay. Yeah. No. Not not yet. No. Okay. Well, again, so everyone out there watching and listening, um, you don't have to be a D one athlete. You don't have to go uh, to University of Michigan and play quarterback or, or running back or whatever. Um, the opportunities are out there. Um, but from our perspective, as a member of our community, and uh, we have a wealth management firm here in town. We also have this podcast that we want to promote and represent to what we consider the next generation of investors and those out there that have you know questions on what to do and what's going on out there. So with when we came to terms to uh, figure out what the promotion and what the sponsorship would be uh, working um, with Great Lakes Wealth and the What Do We Do podcast, um, and we talked about, again, doing uh, some stories representing um, the podcast and then a post um, every other week when we do our new episodes to help promote those. Um, did that seem like, or is it, I guess, as we're doing it now, is it too cumbersome? Does it get in the way? Um, Ashley, one of the first ones that you did, you said you're going to do a TikTok and kind of a little story about it, right? And so go check out Ashley's TikTok with your handle over there. And, uh, you know, but um, but that was a way, again, to kind of break the ice. And, again, because it is where you can just hold something up and say, hey, check it out. Or, again, you can really, like, um, wear it at a spot. Like, you um, live to Kurs. You went to um, – uh, Indianapolis, the Colts game. right, to the Colts game at um, uh, Lucas Luke's Oil yep. Stadium, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, the merch and the, and the brand are, uh, are, are getting out there. But, uh, you know, what, again, is it when, when the new month comes along, uh, when the new month comes around and uh, you're like, okay, got to do some stories and some posts, is it, oh, boy, this is, like, going to be a pain in the butt and I don't know if I'm going to get to it or just, I don't know, live. 
I would say in the beginning it was kind of hard to remember because I would just be going around about my week and I'd be like, oh, I have to post um, one of my stories. Because really when you think about it, like four stories each week, you kind of get caught up in your weeks because they either go by really slow or they're going by really fast for you. But I think in the beginning it was like a little bit harder, but now I've gotten like a little routine. So I like know when I'm posting and know when I'm going to take pictures to go post. So it's I think it's gotten a little bit better. Okay, cool. Ashley? I think the stories are really easy. For me, the posting part is the hard part just because my imagination lacks a little bit sometimes. <laughs> sometimes I'm like, oh, I got to do this. But then I'm like, what do I do? What do we do? What do we do? <laughs> what Ashley do? Right? Love that. Dante, what about you? I think the only thing uh, for me is like you kind of want to use your social media to post the things you you know you really love like for me that's sports friends and at first it was kind of like uh i gotta post about something different but you know this is the agreement i made and now everyone that all my friends my family they think it's real awesome that i'm a nil athlete so the more posts i did the the more recognition and the more likes so i like that we're, we're gonna stay on that topic so um now that you're doing it what do your friends um um uh, teammates, family, what do they say about it? Um, yeah. Good, bad, or different? Yeah, grandma, grandma and grandpa just want to buy all the merch. They love it. They want to just. What do we do? Podcast.com. Dante yeah. has a uh, code. Give your d- discount code. Dante20, I believe. Dante20, love it. <laughs> um, Let's go. Yeah, so grandparents, family, very supportive. Friends reached out, were curious about it, thought it was pretty cool. And I think for my teammates' sake, it's just more of like a. Uh, a chance for them to be an NIL athlete, especially because you have the connection with Schoolcraft. So for the guys next year, if they reach out to you, I know they're in good hands. So uh, tell our audience um, the year that you had. So I'm going to put you on the spot. Um, I want to hear about all your accolades this year because I have have um, backup questions on top of that. So tell us about your year. Your season just Excuse me, your season just wrapped up. Yeah. So congratulations, great season. Yeah, but awesome. go ahead and, uh, uh, as uh, Liv was telling me earlier, go ahead and give us your brag sheet. Okay. Um, I'll start with team awards because I don't want to be, you know, just the individual guy. We uh, were ranked number six in the country all year. We uh, placed in Tucson, Arizona for the national tournament. So there's only 12 teams a year that go. And uh, Rick's big on trying to make Tucson every year because, you know, it's real hard. It's real hard to uh, make it there. And uh, on top of the team awards, we uh, my individual awards, I leading scorer in the nation, first team All-American, and uh, MCAAA MVP, so nice. and Player of the Year. So it was nice. a, it was it was an awesome year for me. You know, with uh, soccer, it's been ups and downs, and I guess this is uh my up right now. So ride the, the wave, ride. my yeah. friend. Ride yeah. the wave, right? I'm just so, glad I never gave it up. Booyah. You know, I've had my lows, like we started off the podcast, where I didn't even know if I was good at soccer. You know, mm. so this was uh my year to. I really proved myself. To you prove know? yourself, and you yeah. did it. That's fantastic. Yeah. Um, the question, the backup question to that is, again, whether it's this NIL um, uh, partnership that we have or just, again, with the um, uh, year that you had, do your teammates um, – you know, look up to you. Do they? Are there's a little bit of animosity? I don't know. Like, I don't know what kind of deal he has with Great Lakes Wealth, or yeah. what do we do? But, you know, um, did, did, it, did it bring them closer to you? Push them away from you? It didn't really matter at all. What What was the? I'd impact? say closer. I think this is my second year here, so I'm kind of in a leadership role, um, along with you know, I I scored the most goals for school in schoolcraft history, so um, a lot of the guys look up to me and. 
I try to always treat all my teammates with uh, respect and love. So I think that's really where it stems from. It's not what I'm doing on the field. It's, you know, my character off the field. You know, I don't like to be a cocky guy or rub it in or, you know, talk about all the individual things I did. Um, I just like to have real connections with my teammates. We need to get some of those teammates in here to check that fact. But no, no, no. Yeah, you know, I get. They'd probably say different. Probably uh, it's say all, I'm teasing for sure. I've, 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 I've met many of your teammates, yeah. and they're just you have a great, oh, great squad. Let me add in: there's about five or six players that could be possibly better than me on my team. Just because I score the goals doesn't mean I'm the best. That's a great way to put yeah. it, for sure. Um, ladies, Ashley, what about you? Oh yeah, sure no, no, no. Yeah, we were going. Uh, what was the question? Oh. We were talking about, <laughs> about brag what? Uh, brag about yourself, pretty much. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, um, no, no, no. Oh, oh, oh. So, yeah, the question. We'll go with it. So for you two, so uh, with Adante, um, so from our perspective, I guess I didn't want to um, become really noticed. Like we want to be noticed, which is kind of the the you know, the, the flip of the coin. Um, we thought, so Ashley, we met first, yes. right? And um, uh, you mentioned that you were a softball player. And we were, I was talking about, you know, the opportunities we were looking to find student athletes to support. And um, so we said, let's reach out and let's talk. So we talked about it. And then um, on, from my side of it with, with our team, uh, we thought you would be great. You know, we certainly interviewed you. We talked a little bit about it. But then I'm like, you know, you're going to be standing out there all by yourself. Like you, yeah. anything else new to you. And I don't know, you know, what goes on at your school and with your team. And we're here to try to bring our community more together, not to put anybody out there. And again, even if it's just a small local company like Great Lakes Wealth, but all of a sudden you're an NIL athlete. Um your teammates with it might be jealous. They just might be, I don't know, whatever, like resentful, like whatever the, the words are. Um, maybe it's cool, but uh, we were worried. So that's where we said, you know, is there maybe someone else on your team that we should talk about? She gave you some love. She says, not on my team, but she goes to my school. That's and uh, awesome. my girl, Liv, you can talk, right? And, you get, <laughs> and so we thought, again, different sports, but that you guys could share an experience together and uh, walk the journey. Um, so with that, I mean, um, how has it been? Your season doesn't start till spring. It does not. Correct. So, but you're repping the gear. I am. And you're doing winter workouts. Oh yeah. Right. Six thirty lifts Monday, okay. Wednesday, Friday. <laughs> so, has the the team? Um, I mean, are they familiar with our brand and that you represent? Uh, what do we do in Great Lakes Wealth? And do they bring it up or they don't care? No one really pays attention. I mean. The people that bring it up mostly are my coaches, I would definitely say. Like, they're always like, oh, how's it going? Like, they really seem to care and wonder how it goes. And they they really want to get a clip of this video and put it on our Cleary Softball Instagram. So Right. Well, we'll have to give them some come, uh, clips, right? We'll have to get some good clips That's going. Another thing. I'm excited for all my people to see this. It's pretty cool. I mean, yeah. not everyone does a podcast, you know, so it's pretty awesome. Well, and it. again, it's one of the fastest growing financial podcasts in the country. I will give us a little uh, representation right there. Yeah. We have over 90,000 direct views of the podcast, and we have over 2.5 million total views of the podcast. If you count um, shorts, reels, and our TikToks. So if you add all those up, 2.5 million have seen pieces of um, what do we do so far. And after today, it might be closer to 3 million. I don't know what's up. But anyway, so yeah. So and as we always say, we're just getting started. Oh, yeah. Fair enough. Um, okay, so uh, let's talk about, so um, 
with your coaches, yes, teammates, not so much, and you're in winter workouts in the seasons in the spring. Yeah. I definitely wouldn't say my teammates are jealous, though. Like, yeah. That is never a word I would use to describe them. Like, a couple of them have been curious and asked about it, but none of them have seemed, like, mad or, like, how did you get that or, like, anything like that. Like, they're super nice. That's good. But, yeah. but could you imagine, you know, like, how they, they might, oh, right? Yeah. You know, like. What? I could imagine that, but I, I think everyone is really just excited for each other's opportunities. Like, I've never really seen anybody get mad because somebody else got something. Got something, yeah. Yeah, we're all pretty close. Have you seen, um, a little ask you, have you seen uh, Dion Sanders, the the head coach of uh, Colorado, and his son? Yes, yes. His son's the quarterback. Yeah. And uh, he has uh, several NIL deals. You can't really hate on that, though. Shador is uh, right. amazing. So. He is amazing. Okay, so that, but again, but uh, so... Um, you should lift that up, right? So, but that's the approach. Some others would say uh, it's not amazing. That's yeah. uh, either whether it's jealous or just they have a different totally. opinion. Yeah. Right? Which I don't understand why there's people out there that act that way, but yeah, it's the world we live yeah. in. You know, that's the world we live in. All right, well, we're gonna switch gears a little bit and go into the balance of sports with academics. The other thing that we were worried about as a company because we want to be um, inclusive and we want to um, be good partners to help lift everyone up. We wanted to lift you three up um, and share, you know, what we knew about business and about opportunities in marketing and branding to help you, again, have an opportunity to represent us, but also represent yourselves, and um, that there would be, you know, just a, a mutually beneficial relationship that way, and I think we've certainly found that with all three of you, and we're totally stoked, but um, as it relates to, you know, work-life balance, or in this case, um, uh, study life and not necessarily specific to um, representing um, our firm with NIL, but that coupled with, you know, work and coupled with just other things that might be distractions from your academics or your um, sports. Are there, do you see anything there that gets in the way? Or I want to say there's too many distractions with it. Like I said in the beginning, it's, it's kind of all done on your phone, and we spend, what, seven hours on our phone anyway, so yeah. you might as well yeah. do something good for you to make money and whatnot, but I know if you're doing, like, the big things, like J.J. McCarthy doing the commercials there, it might get, you know, to be like, oh, this is a lot, but in my position, it's it's really been easy, and it's been enjoyable. That's been the biggest thing. It's been enjoyable for sure. Awesome. Great. Ladies? For me, I think, like, having a part-time job and going to school and playing a sport, it can be a little bit harder to juggle all three of them. Um, but I think since we are young and we do spend most of our times on our phones, it's like kind of like just a habit to like get on your phone and it's super easy to just quick quick post and just like since we're young and our generation knows a lot about the phones, it's pretty easy for us to do that. So Yeah, not not um, too too difficult and yeah. not, no. not too much of a stretch yeah. for yeah. you either. Nothing new. I probably take 400 pictures of myself on Snapchat every day, so <laughs> no. it's not not too much of a shift at all. But, yeah, it's pretty – I would say it's not too bad to juggle the sports, the NIL, and the – and the um, – wow. And the academics. Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, Maybe let's if you were going to be, like, a nurse or something, then it could be, but – what are you? Uh, what are you have you declared a major yet? Yes, accounting. Okay, cool. Live sports management. Okay, Dante. I'm kind of up in the air right now. It's it's business, but I kind of want to take it day by day and um, just knock out all the prereqs for right now. So. And you had a uh, you had a project uh, in this last yeah, semester. I'd love to talk about that. So please, let's talk about that. Yeah, it was a business project about entrepreneurs and uh, you know all the big names and everyone was doing like guys like you know Mark Wahlberg and. Um, stuff like that and 
you know, I decided to do you because I, I had a connection with you. I actually knew you. You're a businessman. You own multiple companies. So I just hyped you up throughout the whole paper and knocked it out. And I'm sure my, my professor loved it. How did you, uh, you want to share your grade you got on it? Oh, 100%. Yeah. 100%. Booyah. <laughs> I love that. That's great. Um, uh, what else should we talk about today? Um, maybe be, oh, I know. Let's talk about, um, what you do do for us, we talked about it with some stories and some posts, but um, we've also, with the contracts that we have with each of you, said that we do want you to give back to the community, and so that um, this isn't actually what the one that we're going to use, right? This is going to be an extra, but we've uh, said that part of the contract that will be at least one in-person or equivalent um, uh, uh events that we want to um, have either students in the community that might be in high school or their parents in terms of, again, uh, exploring colleges, exploring being student athletes um, and being able to share your, you know, your history or your story or your thoughts on the whole, um, exp uh, you know, expedition, I guess. So um, that's something that we're excited about because we want to be partners with you guys and have you promote, you know, our brands for sure. But we also like to um, give back and share. So, um, Besides that, which, uh, any comments on that? Is that something that you, you remember that we were Yeah, that, for sure, yeah. Like like the first time you texted us, um, emailed us, rather, you said that we'd be doing a podcast. You said we'd be doing an event. So I think all three of us agreed to that, and we honestly enjoyed doing it. I, I, like I said, I think it's awesome to be doing this. I was a little nervous at first. My face got a little red into the first question you asked, but I'm kind of fitting in now. I feel, feel absolutely. So. Live same thing, right? You said you're a little a little yeah. nervous, and some people are more introverted, and some aren't necessarily, um, you know, public speakers. I'm sure in your in your class work, you have to do group presentations. Oh, yeah, or, I'm still yeah. definitely nervous right now, but yeah. <laughs> it's a little just, bit better. But yeah, I think it's just the cameras. Like if we if there's no cameras, yeah. we're already chatting and getting yeah. to know it's each like, other. But just like being in someone's living room or basement, <laughs> yeah. or whatever it is, right? Yeah. Um, but what about um, so we do other things? We also have um, revenue sharing with each of you on selling merch. So, right, so we gave you uh, with no um, uh, requirements, no minimums, no anything. It's just, hey, if you want to go ahead and um, try to um, even um, represent the merch, uh, our merchandise in our store and, sh and share more and more that you could um, share in um, some of the revenues generated from that, right? And we did that kind of just as a way to help you help yourselves even more if you wanted to and without it being, again, something that had to happen. But how have you found that to be in terms of, like, that's weird. I have, like, a discount code for a merchandise store or for stuff. And, you know, it, again, I don't know, you, you know what you do for work outside of school um, besides this, but is it um, like uncomfortable, comfortable, no big deal? Repping the merch? I think my, my family would love to. They just they wanted to buy all the things. So I don't know if they actually have got to it yet, but I know they've reached out to me and asked for the code and wanted to buy some of your merch. So And also with me, it's great merch. I've worn it quite a bit since uh, since I got introduced to what do we do. Was it so. too much uh, was it too much like too too much pressure? Is it you felt obligated to or not really or I wouldn't say too much pressure, just harder to get people to buy the merch just because like they don't really know what it is either. Like, it's not 
kind of like a something like popular, what? like Nike or what? It's not a household name yet. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we'll get there. Well, it is. Yeah, I know. Right. I know. right. And I, I told that. I told my mom about it, and she was like looking at the merch, and she was like, I think I'm gonna buy some, and then she just never bought any. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, we'll probably have some sort of a, a, a you know a brainstorming session or some sort of a, um, collaboration, and we'll see. Um, should we get some different merch? Should we get you know whatever for 2024. So um, we'll talk more about that. And, um, you know, that's just good business all the way around. Um, As it relates to what's next with each of you, you are just sophomores. So you have your sophomore year of then junior. And so you have three more seasons of your sport, right? And you have a little bit of a unique story that you'll share, I guess, coming through (laughs) a little bit of it. But but in general, um, you're going to Plan to transfer to a four-year school and hopefully play, continue playing soccer. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping for for sure. I uh, there's I think four D1 schools in Michigan. That's the goal. If not, there's awesome D2 schools. So I just want to continue to play in soccer, and I think that's my goal in mind right now. Awesome. Yeah. And as it relates to um, being um, a student athlete, um, being um, part of an NIL situation, uh, do you ever think about? doing any more with that, whether it's approaching us and saying, hey, Dewey, um, I'd like to do more with your company and here's what I propose, or hey, I've got my eyes on another company that I can kind of do whatever I'm doing um, for Great Lakes Wealth. Um, Any thoughts on the entrepreneurial side of it? I think there could be a lot of opportunities, maybe some money, and I would love to help you out. I've gotten to know you over the past few months, so that would be awesome. I haven't really thought about it up to now, but I think just starting here can lead to many opportunities, you know? Yeah, for sure. I think being a part of an NIL deal for the first time is pretty exciting, and I don't want to kind of just throw that away after only – doing it for a little bit of time. So I think I would definitely hit you back up because I want to continue doing that. Okay, cool. Yeah, I feel like I could have a lot to learn from you, like being an accounting major. There's definitely, I could probably, I I would just love to shadow you for a day, see what you do, see what I'm getting myself into. Yeah, let me add on to that too. Yeah. I... My goal is to, you know, be an entrepreneur or own a business, and I, I would totally love to learn something from you, like Ashley said. So, Well, we appreciate that. And yeah. that's actually, like, one of the really the important parts of um, what we want to really get from our relationships with each of you is the ability to mentor you, the ability to share with you. Um, it's great to um, have you represent um, the podcast brand to um, uh, the community that – we might not normally have access to, you know, your peer group. Um, We always say that the older generation are the ones that are investing and have, you know, the money with what we do with our um, main business, Great Lakes Wealth, um, providing investment solutions for um, individuals, families, and organizations. But um, your generation are the ones that are curious. You are the ones that if you make a really uh, bad decision early with your money, could lose everything that you worked so hard to get. Or when you first get something, are you doing the right thing with it? And, you know, financial literacy, um, they do teach it now, you know, in high school. But when I was growing up, they didn't even teach it in high school. And most people still don't. Even if you're a business major, you don't really fully understand budgets and spending and right. So, um We've always said that that was, um, besides the compensation that you get and um, 
you do get to keep the merch. We don't ask for it back. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But besides that, we've always said basically our door is open. So you can, uh, whether it's shadow us for a day or um, just you have access to us and our network. And that, you know, I like to say is like price sets. It's like that old MasterCard commercial. Like, you know, I know what I'm. I'm worth if I'm billing somebody for my time, but just in general, the connections, the context, the thoughts, the what do we do? I'll tell you what do we do about anything because you're part of our family now, right? So we um, uh, encourage you to take advantage of that. And then also with like summertime, there's internships. So whether you're a business major or not, sports management, yeah, right? So mm-hmm. there's opportunities to... Um, to be an intern and get paid for summer work or work over the holidays. And we would rather continue to do work with people that we already um, are working with, you know? So, so those are the things that as we're evolving and trying to figure out, um, we'd like to have different people that uh, do different sports and have different life experiences because we get back from you in terms of watching your socials and seeing how you interact and again your stories and your posts we get to learn more about who you are and how you spend your free time or your time uh, doing your sport but um, we also get to kind of get the vibe of your peer group we kind of get the the vibe of what um, makes you all um, excited or bummed out. And so we can learn from that as well. So it's kind of a two-way street. Yeah. Fair enough? Yeah. Totally. Okay. Well, we're going to go to a part of the show that is actually my favorite. Okay. This is called the What Ashley Do, the What Live Do, and the What Dante Do segment. And for those out there watching uh, in YouTube land or listening in Podcast Nation, this is the part of the show where we ask each of you, what would you tell your 18-year-old self or 18-year-olds out there today so that they could live their best life? Live. We're going to start with okay. you. I am only a year older, so I feel like I would tell my 18-year-old self that keep on taking it day by day because you never know like what can happen tomorrow and do not dwell on the past of what happened yesterday. Um, I feel like I have really struggled with mental health my whole life. So um, being where I am right now, I have grown so much and looking back at my 18 year old self, I would be like, oh my gosh, like, I can't believe like I've got this far and I feel like um, this point in my life right now, I'm really happy and just pretty much um, the 18 year olds out there, like, just keep pushing yourself to do what you want to do and if you wanted to go to college, like, go to college and if you wanted to play sport like I wanted to play golf in college since I was very little and I just kept on working towards that goal and I finally got there and it feels so amazing so I feel like just whatever you're doing just keep on pushing keep on pushing don't give up no doubt about it Ashley if I could talk to my 18 year old self I would probably tell myself not to take myself so seriously Um, I've always been kind of like a perfectionist and always want everything to be perfect, perfect grades, perfect looks, perfect friends, just everything. I always wanted it to be like, cross my T's, down my I's. Like I want everything to be just perfect all the time. It was, it was a terrible way to live. (laughs) Everything was stressing me out all the time. And if I hadn't taken everything and myself so seriously, I probably would have learned that the small things aren't the end of the world. And they are making my quality of life worse from dwelling on them when in actuality, looking back on those things that I was so upset and stressed about, I was like, 
well, that didn't really matter, did it? Like, it, it didn't affect my life negatively, positively. It was just an occurrence, and occurrences happen. And I would kind of just tell myself to learn to let things go. Let things go and maybe don't sweat the little things. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But I was going to say that's kind of a slippery slope or a fine line because if you're too chill <laughs> and you're not focused enough or you don't let some of those things get to you, then you don't excel, you don't exceed, right? And we can, we'll can we switch back to the sports in a second. But how did you like balance that or tell yourself don't sweat the little stuff but also you still got to get that deadline and hit that oh, thing? Oh, no. I would – I would say that my don'ts with the little things didn't really have to do with so much my performance at my place of work or my schoolwork or anything. I would say it was more so like personal relationships with people where I was just really concerned about what everyone thought of me and the way that like relationships would turn out and stuff. And someone would treat me bad and I'd be really, really mad or upset or go crazy on them. But it didn't, it didn't really matter in the long run. It's, but relationships definitely do matter, but there's no reason to. Uh... You know, yeah, I, that I totally get. Yeah. And um, they say that, again, for teenagers, all the teenagers out there listening for sure, that, again, you don't get hung up, whether it's your yeah. first love, your first crush, yep. your first, you know, I don't know, time you, have you uh, smashed your car yet? So many times. Uh, I okay, yeah. Right. I've I've got a, a a son who's twenty. I've got another son who's sixteen, and I have a daughter who's fourteen. And um, so same thing. I have to balance like being a father and telling them what they can and can't do, but also you're gonna you're gonna your car is gonna hit something somehow. Hopefully, it's not a person or it's not a, a yeah. you know a, a totaled. Yeah. But you're gonna hit a curb. You're gonna hit a thing. So um, if it happens, don't overreact mm-hmm. but certainly deal with it and you know so that's the combination and yeah. um, with relationships i hear you 110 percent. so that's loud and clear on that one turn the page on That'd that be a stuff. good summary don't overreact Perfect. don't overreact right <laughs> dante what about you yeah if i was to get what uh, dante do <laughs> if i was to give some 18 year olds advice because i was just 18 a month ago so i kind of realized this over the year past few years it was just uh take your life day by day i'm i uh I realized over my life I'm always waiting for the next thing. I'm waiting for prom. I'm waiting for graduation. I'm waiting for uh, my driver's license and so on and so forth. And you quickly realize you only get uh, such a short life and you just want to enjoy every moment, you know. And uh, if I could go back to my childhood right now, I totally would. So I don't want to ever fast forward life. And I just, uh, that's my thing. That's my advice. Okay, well, I dig that one, too. But at the same time, it's like you have to balance that, right? You don't want to be um, all work and no play, for sure. But yeah. if it's all like, hey, I just want to um, not – I want to smell all the roses. Like, you know, some people they say you got to stop and smell the roses. Like, yeah. people are just workaholics. But I think you got to balance. Well, I mean, just even like – not even with work, just fun. Like, yeah. enjoy your day. Don't get caught up in what's next. And um, yeah. take it day by day because the quicker you fast forward your life, the – quicker it goes away you know absolutely for sure that's all good advice and um as you're as you were all saying that i was thinking you know we've had other athletes on our podcast um Hopefully you've seen some of the past episodes, but we've had Jessica Corda on our podcast. She was one of the top 10 golfers in the world, and uh, her sister Nellie um, is probably top five currently, but um, you know she spent an hour um, talking to us just about her you know, playing golf from a young age. It comes from, a, again, a very um, 
you know, strong sports family, uh, one of the top sports families in the world, probably from what they all do and accomplish. And so same thing. It was be balanced with um, your focus when you're um, playing golf, when you're focused, when you're playing your sport. But then again, when you can, you know, you need to step away and then yeah. enjoy um, the other things besides it. So I guess be in the moment, sure. uh, which makes sense. We've also had Austin Hatch on. If you remember Austin Hatch's story, he um, was offered a scholarship to go play at University of Michigan as a uh, uh, pr- like, what, junior high player. And then um, he tragically lost his entire family in not one, but two plane crashes. Uh, the first plane crash, um, you know, Killed like half his family for a lack of a, for the story, and then he, he was flying again a few years later with his dad, and um, his father crashed that plane and killed uh, the dad and whoever else was on the plane. And so Austin, um, you know, had his um, he's a uh, world known uh, public speaker now, and he uh, used the acronym GRIT that you just have to be gritty, you just have to keep you know grinding and keep going, and so um, whether it's uh, D1 athlete, so he ended up um, getting his scholarship uh, committed and um, executed at University of Michigan. So even though he had some um, health issues that kept him from getting back to his elite status as a basketball player, um, he still was able to make the University of Michigan basketball team and uh, got in a game and made a free throw. And um, now he, again, is a public speaker and does amazing things, talking about how life's not um, guaranteed yeah. and uh, taking to what, what you said to heart. Um but uh, we also had Peter Vanderkay on. Peter was an Olympic swimmer who swam with Michael Phelps in some relays. He also went to University of Michigan and grew up, I think, in Rochester. And uh, so they all didn't get any NIL money. There was no <laughs> NIL when these cats were uh, doing their it sports. Just got uh, approved like what a year ago? Two years yeah, ago? it was uh, 2021, July of 2021. It was yeah, an officially sure. where uh, it, it's you know become a thing, and yeah. so it is known as the Wild Wild West because a lot of uh, uncertainties and there's these things called collectives and who can you know can. The businesses talk to the schools. Can they talk to the students? Who can they talk to? Can't talk to. So again, I'm gonna. Um, wrap up the show by saying, you know, that as one thing, um, check out your specific university or college's situation. If you are a student athlete and are considering, um, any NIL opportunity, that's where it starts. You have a responsibility. We didn't talk today, get the details about, you know, um, hopefully know how to do your taxes and understand the responsibilities to pay uncle Sam if you, if you have to for what you've earned. And um, so financial advisors can help you with that. And we've uh, talked individually with each of you about, you know, how we'll, we'll, we'll help you with whatever it is you need to, you know, cover those bases, if you will. But before we get out of here for today, how about um, what's next for Ashley, uh, whether it relates to uh, what do we do or your uh, upcoming softball season or, you know, what you even see maybe life after Cleary if you want to be that uh, ambitious. But what's next for Ashley? Well, I'm definitely excited to keep doing this. Um, I hope that Everything can keep going well, and I'm definitely looking forward to maybe exploring some sort of internship with your company, Great Lakes Wealth. That'd be awesome. And softball this spring, I'm just hoping that I can be all healed up and ready to go. I have a little something going on with my wrist right now, but we'll see how that goes, and I'm just really excited to like keep it moving. We're taking a trip to Florida for spring break to play some softball, so just all good things ahead for sure. Awesome. Well, thanks for being here and good luck with this upcoming season for sure. 
Liv, what about you? I would also say that I'm pretty excited to, because I want to keep working with you and possibly get an internship as well, because um, that would be pretty good on a resume as well for career job-wise. Um, I would say I'm pretty excited for this season um, upcoming in the spring. Um, since I didn't get to play this fall season, um, I'm very hopeful that this spring season will go well for me because um, I really need it. Um, and then I would just say that I – never mind. That no. was it. That was it. <laughs> I lost my train of thought. Okay, well, then I'm going to say, since we didn't really bring it up, is that that's what we kind of alluded to earlier about um, you were um, not able to play on your uh, team's um, fall mm -hmm. uh, schedule. Yeah. Still an active member of the team. Yeah. But um, you're really, I think, I don't want to speak for you, but I think you're really excited to get back out there yeah. and whack that white little ball around. Right? So, so, yeah, maybe talk about just how you dealt with um, not being able to play this fall and uh, how you kept your positive yeah. attitude. Yeah, so really at the beginning I was very devastated, obviously, because I love golf and I've been playing since I was a little kid. Um, so getting the news that I couldn't participate this fall was um, – really devastating for me, but I got distractions. Uh, my boyfriend and I, he was a good distraction for me as well. Um, he, we really just focused on schoolwork because um, school has always also been a struggle for me. So really just taking this time off and focusing on school has made me feel um, more comfortable in my schoolwork. I think I really needed that break of golf since I have been playing my whole entire life. I think that break in the end turned out to be good and I'm really excited to get back in the uh, spring. Awesome. Well, we wish you all the luck in the world, and uh, can't wait to see you out there. Thanks. Dante, what about you? What's next for uh, Dante? I just plan to keep riding the path uh, the path I'm on right now with soccer. That's a, a good building block for me, and then along with figuring out what I'm going to do with school, figuring out what my career is going to be in. Back to what I said, it doesn't have to be every day. I'm trying to stress about what's next, but I think right now I'm on a good path, and I just plan to spend time with family and friends, and uh yeah, that's pretty much it for me. Train, train every day, so. Train, yeah. right? Mind and body, yeah. right? Mind and body. Train, train, and uh, one day at a time. And as I always say to uh, those that are near and dear to me, make good decisions. MGD, make good decisions, <laughs> right? Um, all right, well, with that, I think we are running out of time. I'm going to give you each one last chance to uh, share any knowledge, drop any knowledge with your peeps or anybody out there in YouTube Lander Podcast Nation. So we'll go in reverse order. One last, Anything else you want to say before we wrap up? I don't think I got anything, dude. I really oh. don't. I don't oh. know. Nothing's in mind. You asked me a question, so I'm kind of blank right now. All right. Well, we appreciate you being here, and yeah. thanks so much. Yeah. Uh, Liv? I think I'm all set. Okay. <laughs> Ashley? <laughs> Be kind to people. It's very important. Be kind to people. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks again, all of you, for uh, being with me today. It's been great. Yeah. To our audience out there, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the What Do We Do podcast. I'll look back over at this one. As I always say, live your best life. Be radically generous. A great big booyah to ya. And this has been another episode of the What Do We Do podcast. But we're just getting started. Cool, let's do a little awesome. cheers. Even though there's probably nothing in there. <laughs> All right, cheers, you guys. Booyah. Yeah.
The opinions expressed in this program are for general information purposes only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual or any specific security. It's only intended to provide education about the financial industry. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult your financial advisor prior to investing. Any past performance discussed during this program is no guarantee of future results. Any indices referenced for comparison are unmanaged and cannot be invested into directly. As always, please remember investing involves risks and possible loss of principal capital. Please seek advice from a licensed professional.